Welcome to Funny Women Behind the Scenes, a sequent covered podcast hosted by international showgirl and comedian Ivy Page. We'll be exploring what it's really like to work in the entertainment industry, from live comedy and cabaret to television and film. Brought to you by Funny Women, the leading community for female comedy. So let's get on with the show and welcome your host, Ivy Page. Hello and welcome to the real life work of art or piece of work, award deserving, flame haired, titan of teas. Yes, it's me, Ivy Page. It's time to take a seat on my chaise lounge in my personal burlesque boudoir as we break the fourth wall, draw back the velvet curtains and reveal what really happens behind the scenes. Well, it is my pleasure to welcome to my burlesque boudoir um, the incredible award-winning comedian Tanya Lee Davis. Welcome, Tanya Lee. Hello, thanks for having me. Oh, it is my pleasure. Um, so, in fact, I'm going to tell our wonderful audience a little bit more about you. Um, not only are you an award-winning comedian, um, she's performed on Live at the Apollo, the John Bishop Show, the BBC, am I right in saying a Las Vegas residency? Yes, yes, for sure. And is a social media sensation. Now, I had a little snoop around your TikTok account and it, uh, 1.9 million yeah, yeah, we're almost there. The two, we're holding off, but we're doing well. So, um, tell us a little bit about being uh, using TikTok for your comedy. Now, when did you start your TikTok account? So, uh, uh, comedian uh, Mel Moon, who's a British comedian, uh, in the springtime, of course, we were all in lockdown, and I was in lockdown in the UK with all you guys for the first four months, and I was doing dance videos online during lockdown, uh, just just because I wasn't feeling funny, and I was trying to motivate people and, and trying to, you know, use exercise as a way of, you know, getting that endorphin release that we all needed during this lockdown, and so I didn't know anything about TikTok, so she was like, you should try TikTok, I think you'd be great on it and I was I faffed about a little bit I was like oh okay and I did a couple of dance videos and then I really just put it by the wayside and then uh, my fiance and I moved to Florida and after a couple of months of getting settled in I I thought uh, oh I'll throw maybe a comedy joke out there and I did a comedy joke about Florida and uh, it all of a sudden it went viral and I was like oh okay so here we go I can if I edit my comedy bits and throw them out there you never know and so now it's just between my comedy my dance videos and I've started this unstoppable me campaign which is a motivational empowering thing it's just gone gangbusters and um, I'm reaching people all over the world and, and we started I saw uh, beginning of September and then October 1st I started going live on TikTok every day like Facebook live Instagram live and um, I had 126,000 followers and December 14th I hit a million and we've been at 1.9 million for a couple of weeks now. There's something weird going on with the algorithm. But, I mean, it's just astounding. So, um, we're live on TikTok right now. You're TikTok, aren't we? I am, yeah. My fans are watching. They love, they love to partake in all this. So, hello, everybody. Hello, everybody on TikTok. Um, and you are our first international guest um, live on Behind the Scenes. Now, tell, tell everybody where you are currently. 
currently in central Florida. So due to COVID, you know, I lost all my gigs in the UK. I mean, I had a really uh, packed schedule for all of 2020. I got picked to host a TV uh, show for Channel 4 and everything went by the wayside. So I couldn't pay the bills, couldn't pay the rent. So Kevin, my fiance and I, like, we got no place to go. So we had to move back to the States. And luckily, my dad and my stepmom have, you know, they don't have a big house, but they have a spare room and they uh, were able to take us in so we've been mooching off them for seven months two 50 year olds and you know it's time to go we are now trying to get back on our feet uh using the word of spreading the word if anybody can help us find a place to live um you know to get out there and so we've been doing live and pretty much doing everything from the porch in central florida with all the beauty around us and the cranes it's it's do phenomenal. you do um live social media streams every day is that Every day, yeah. Well, and I just joined another app called Clapper, C L A P P E R. It's like an adult version of TikTok. Um, so we, because right now, because my popularity has risen quite a bit on TikTok, I'm getting trolled really badly. So oh there's my God, really? Yeah, they're posting my parents' home address online, and we're, you know, like we're getting hassled. So I've used Clapper now as a sort of a backup, and it's a different, a different version of TikTok and so far everything's been great and my fans have about at least 200 in the last couple of days have gone over to uh, Clapper and now I'm doing Clapper lives and it's more it's actually more intimate because we don't have to exhaust the energy of trying to you know mute the trolls and answer stupid questions so I mean I'm still going to do TikTok it's it's phenomenal I'm just going to I'm going to juggle the two and that way I have a an you know an audience on, on both sides or all over the place trying to cover all the bases oh well it's amazing it's quite interesting isn't it about how your um using social media uh, that platform to connect to so many different people you know you, you, you just never know when the bottom's going to drop out of something right and so that's why at this point we're just I, Kevin my fiance and I who's the man behind the scenes never wants to be in front of the camera but and it, like me has been underestimated his entire life because of his background people have underestimated me because of my size and the two of us have joined forces and now at night he goes live with me and because it's it's very unintrusive doing it via you know uh, zoom or you know lives that he is able to express himself and show his wisdom and stuff like that and that's why this unstoppable me uh thing is really taken off for both of us and it's given him a voice that he's never had and it's just it's so great to see so we're trying to make sure that tiktok isn't just our you know we've actually talked we're going to try to get a youtube channel started with the two of us and stuff like that just because we have such a great message such a positive unstoppable me mantra is what I call it and I think no matter what religion you are what country you're in what gender you are what religion size shape color the unstoppable me you you're only limited by your own imagination and it's so uh, what is what is unstoppable me what is that uh, is it a show is it well right now it's a mantra it is a mantra because one of the things I've learned uh, doing my TikTok lives, which has essentially been therapy for me, um, I've realized that my entire life growing up, nobody told me I could not do things because of my height. So I never, I never grew up thinking I couldn't do things. 
Uh, my parents are tall. I have a form of dwarfism called diastrophic dysplasia. So all diastrophic dwarfs have normal sized parents. And so my parents were clueless. I was the firstborn. So they were like, just figure it out yourself. And so my entire childhood, I played sports. I mean, I played basketball. I wasn't great at basketball. I never got a basket, but I still played. I bounced the ball across the court. I passed it to my team members. So unstoppable me is an attitude. It's believing that no matter what sect you are, what uh, what uh, race you are, what religion you are, what size you are, you are only limited by your own imagination. You have to believe in yourself and build that confidence within you because nobody else can do that. And therefore, then you attract good people and it becomes this positive, uh, you know, rollover effect. And uh, right now, the response has been amazing. I've got t-shirts now. And stuff oh, like dude, that. I want a t-shirt. I want oh, one. Oh, yeah. Unstoppable me, hoodies, t-shirt, tank tops. Oh, yeah. We've got into merchandising. So it's, it's just, it's remarkable. And, and I think it empowers so many people that are that are in lockdown right now because they're locked down physically but lots of people are locked down mentally as yeah, well yeah i think that's a and, huge thing you know this is a great way to reach people and do you and it's interesting isn't it because you've got such a huge following now on social media um that obviously you can use for your comedy but you're using it as as well as a really really positive platform Absolutely. I mean, well, comedy, you know, I think we are essentially, uh, you know, uh, essential workers, uh, comedians and performers, musicians included, of course, because, you know, we're in a difficult time right now and people are so um, fragile and, and, and they can't see their loved ones and the people that do maybe bring them up, they feel alone and gutted. So, you know, this is a way using humor and I put on music and I play 80s music while I'm doing my lives and we're grooving out and we're just having fun and it's a way of you know I get people internationally so they're just waking up and then they come it's, it's literally you're connecting to people around the world I, I have fans from Nigeria, Thailand, Japan, uh, throughout the UK, uh, Antarctica, uh, Greenland. It's it's phenomenal. And that's the great thing. I can literally, Kevin and I, we can connect to everybody in the world through this medium. And it's just, it's phenomenal. And I'm hoping it's going to, Unstoppable Me is going to be contagious. A better virus. <laughs> I think uh, we're doing International Women's Day with funny women uh, around the world. Uh, so we have to include you. We have to include uh, the Unstoppable Me as part of as part oh. of our um, Funny Women International Women's Day. Um, that would so be amazing. I'm, yeah, get the word out for sure. It's, I, can't, I can't think of a more positive message for anybody. You're listening to Funny Women Behind the Scenes all the backstage gossip and more. Do you get lots of feedback instantly? Because obviously there's instant engagement, isn't there, with the social media. So is that a re how is that for you with connecting to your fans? Well, it's it's fantastic. And the thing is with uh, things like TikTok, when you go live, I mean, you, you sign in and then literally anybody can join in your live. So I've got my fans, but then I have people, like I said, are trolling me. But I've now got this amazing group of people. They're called moderators that come in and they basically sort of police my channel. They've gotten to know me over the last couple of months because obviously I get, how old are you? How tall are you? Can you have babies? Or, you know, the, the same questions over and over again. 
So instead of me just going on repeat, my moderators will then answer questions on my behalf and uh, they will also police the room. And we've become this amazing family and my fans on TikTok and my social media have become friends with each other. So we're building this amazing, unstoppable me family. And, you know, for people that are scared to post videos because of hate and stuff like that, I'm encouraging them to go to Clapper because you get less trolled. But if you you know, become friends with everybody that I'm friends with, you know, they're good people. So it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's really remarkable how sitting from a porch in Florida that I can talk to people. It looks far sunnier where you are than it is where I am. Well, it's a bit overcast today, but it's, it's about 26, 27 degrees Celsius. So it's a little bit. I mean, ultimately, is that what your, one of your aims for you, for you is to create a community? Absolutely. Yeah, you can't just use one platform. You got to go and and try to just, you know, get everybody because some people only use this platform. Some people only use. And if we can utilize all of it, who knows? We're unstoppable. Um, So when you're how do you create your online content? What's the process of that for you? Well, I mean, with TikTok, it's kind of fun because they have um, they have these like uh, challenges or whatever. Okay, I feel like I don't quite get tiktok (laughs) so can you can you explain to us what 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 happens on tiktok Okay, well, TikTok was initially called, I think, Musical.ly, which was primarily a dance app. And then when it switched over, so one of the focuses are these dance challenges. So they'll, you, you're able to take music off TikTok, usually 15, and there's no more than 60 second videos. Everybody's got a very att- short attention span on the Okay, old so it can't be longer than 60 seconds. No more longer. So that's why, you know, people are like, entertain, entertain, entertain. So if you do these dance dance challenges you know you have the exact same moves and stuff like that and you do your own version of them of course me with me standing on my tippy toes shaking my big uh booty uh which now is called a dump truck according to the kids on tiktok granny's got a good looking dump truck um you know i'm doing my thing shaking all my bits and just having fun and that gets shared and shared and shared with you know and then obviously then they, they become a fan or i do my comedy bits and i just put it out there and, and then the same thing with the motivation so i've also answer questions like people say ask me about my clothes so so I bought a pair of leggings from uh, Walmart and I did a video of me, you know, throwing them in the air. Then I'm wearing them. Uh, we show Kevin cutting the legs off. So, of course, when I buy leggings, I've got this much of my legs that's being cut off. So then I have another like in the video. All of a sudden I'm wearing a hat or I'm wearing leggings. I've created accessories from the excess material. And that is a way of educating people as well as, you know, through a comedic element of the the. Ch- I wouldn't call, I don't call them challenges. I just call them my life, you know, um, but people like to focus on the challenges and I'm like, that's not what I do. I focus on all the things I can do, not the things I can't do. So, you know, all of it encompasses positivity and education. This is funny women behind the scenes. If you want to know more about us, visit www.funnywomen.com. Uh, you're brightening my day just chatting to you i i, I want to go and do a tiktok dance oh go for it uh, so what advice people are going to be listening to you they're going to be so inspired um 
so what advice would you give to kind of comedians or whatever stage in their career who maybe haven't jumped on the social media platform because for whatever reason well like they're worried about putting content online so what what advice would you give to them well, okay, it's it's very difficult times for anybody starting out in the comedy business. I feel bad because a lot of people have lost their sense of humor over the last couple of years. So people are very hypersensitive. And that's another thing I, I do like to say is... I am, I've been doing comedy for 31 years, so I did it when it was not politically correct. I'm still not politically correct. I think, you know what, if we all started laughing at each other and ourselves, the world would be a better place. We can't get hooked on semantics and this and that, and I feel, you know, I'm a victim. It's like, no, just laugh at yourself, for heaven's sakes. So as far as, uh, you know, up-and-coming comedians, is uh, since comedy clubs aren't sort of available, is is throw your content out there and just have fun with it. Be yourself. Find your own niche, your own uh, point of view, something that's going to get across to people. And the thing is, is you're going to get hate. You're going to get bullied online because that's the world we live in right now. But it doesn't matter. What those people don't, what those people say doesn't matter. You can't control what other people say. You can only control how you react. If you are coming from an authentic place and you believe your humor is going to inspire and help other people and make them laugh, then you go for it. You don't have any regrets. You will find your audience or your audience will find you. You just have to believe in yourself. It's You just have to throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks and go with it. Because I didn't know what was going to stick with this. And all of a sudden, you know, it's taken a bizarre turn, but for the better. So you just never know what's going to happen. So I wanted to ask you about your show in Las Vegas. I mean, I'm a showgirl. So when I when I was doing all my research, I was like, I have to ask you about your show in Las Vegas. So can well, you tell, can you tell us about that? Sure. Um. So a friend of mine, Roland Witt, was a uh, is a, a uh, what is he a um hypnotist so there was a, a really amazing theater inside a hotel off the las vegas strip this was the problem it was not on the main drag it was a couple of blocks off it used to be the debbie reynolds theater debbie reynolds was a you know back in the heyday of vegas she was legendary and she had her own casino and in the day it was like wow and she had these amazing showrooms built inside and so uh rowan's like hey listen they're looking for shows and of course yours is phenomenal so for six months i had uh, my show little lady big laughs and it was essentially my edinburgh show revamped and i did 90 minutes it was just me coming out and i did you know visual effects in the theater and stuff like that and it was phenomenal they wanted me to stay on longer but unfortunately i was going through a divorce at the same time so emotionally it was really quite difficult and then of course now the poor hotel's gone and it's a parking lot so you know, shit happens. But uh, yeah, I mean, that was, it was an amazing experience. It was, I was so grateful for the opportunity. And yeah, it's great on the old CV resume, Las Vegas. Do you have a preference of like live to kind of recorded performance? 
I, well, I mean, I, I am great in front of the camera. That's one of my fortes. I, you know, that I feel that that's where I shine. And because the way I look at my social media when I'm doing live stuff, I feel like I'm on camera. So everybody's like, how, you know, the other night we were on for five hours without a break, you know? And so right lately I've been doing anywhere from three to six hours a day, you know, and that's not even including my videos and everything like that. It's just been hanging out with people. And so, you know, to, to maintain that, you you know, I tell jokes and stuff, and then I sit there and I chill out and I answer questions and I chat with everybody. Then I do some material. So you kind of have to do this way to maintain that level of energy throughout, uh, and it's pretty cool. So you're basic. You're doing shows every day. Every day, yeah. And now I'm using the two platforms. I'll do Clapper probably at night now and TikTok during the day. Yeah. Do you simultaneously? do one p performance like so for instance what we're doing now and then have two setups so it's streaming through both platforms well, so at the same far time. i haven't i've been doing them separately just because you know i do get a lot of uh comments coming and i and i'm very much wanting to make sure i'm engaging with people if i've got too many things set up like right now i'm not paying attention to my tiktok people but they know that and uh, i've got my moderators ans answering the questions on my behalf but they you know they love getting the behind the scenes of of what i do for a living and and so it i feel like this is an extra little bonus for them and uh you know hopefully they appreciate it and and uh, yeah, just a lot of fun. Am I right in thinking you're getting married this year? Yes, we are. We're getting married in like uh, three and a half weeks. Yeah. So, so this is interesting. When we started doing our TikTok lives, February or sorry, October first. Um, of course, people are like, "When you get married? When you get married?" And we were like. Oh, we'll plan the wedding when we get to a million followers. Not thinking it was going to happen till sometime, maybe in 2021. And then it happened in two and a half months. So we were like, crap. So as a, you know, so far since October 1st, we have celebrated every milestone with our viewers. So we have American Thanksgiving, which is a big thing. I was online. Uh, uh, both of our birthdays were in November. We celebrated our birthdays with our fans. Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, my my 1 million. Hopefully when I get to 2 million, I'll be on live and celebrating. I get to do these things. So our wedding now has become the big event because so many people can't go to their family weddings or their funerals or any type of events that we are now saying, you guys get to share our special day with us because we are in Florida. Luckily, things are open. We're getting married outside at my friend's bar. It's going to be very uh, non-foo-foo. You know, it's just two people that love each other. My dad's going to officiate. We're going to TikTok live it so the fans can enjoy it. I was going to say, so you're going to have your wedding on TikTok? Yep, and we're going to film it for like YouTube and Instagram and Clapper and all that. So, yep, yeah, the world gets to watch us get married. That's so, can, can uh, the Funny Women community, can we all, can we be guests? Absolutely. Yep, you can certainly tune in February 21st, 6 p.m. Eastern, which is 11 p.m., unfortunately, in the UK. But if you miss it uh, on TikTok, you can uh, catch it up on YouTube when we put the video up. Oh, I'm definitely going to come. I'll try and catch your bouquet. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Make sure you dress up. Bring out the champagne. Always, always. As I'm sure your TikTok followers can see, I'm wearing my glamorous burlesque boudoir. Ooh, very sexy. Um, so, Tanya Lee, what is next for you? 
Well, my, my dream, my dream job, which and I've been pitching this for many years, is I want a travel show. I want, because people underestimate me and they think, oh, it must be so difficult. But I've literally traveled all over the world. I've been scuba diving. I've been parasailing. I've been horseback riding. And I want to go travel around the world and meet TikTok people and do TikTok dances around the world. But I want to do fun things like my on my big list right now, uh, skydiving. I want to go skydiving. I want to TikTok it. Oh, I want to so, do videos. I'm scared of heights. That just yeah. sends the shudder through me. <laughs> well, and that's it. People certainly don't expect me to want to jump up. Kevin's like, hell no, I'll push you on is he going to do it with you? No, he's going to push me out of the plane. He doesn't want to have no part of jumping out of it. But that's that's the thing is, is I'm super adventurous. And the comedy, I don't have to write comedy. I live comedy. So anything I do essentially is hilarious. And just me being me. And it's inspiring and motivational. So my a travel show would ideally... I mean, it would encompass so many things. And I think it would be an amazing thing. And so that's 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 my goal. Remember, you heard it here first on Funny Women yes. Behind the Scenes. Yes, absolutely. Well, Tanya Lee, um, I would like to say a big hello to all your wonderful TikTok followers. Can Yay, they see us? She says hi. That's Ivy Page. Look her up, Funny Women. Uh, 15,000 people just said hello back. <laughs> Yes, I and also, I want. Okay, we're going to do this as a deal now. You're going to come and be one of our star guests for Funny Women International yeah. Women's Day. Absolutely, I'm. I'm in. Yep, sign me up. We have the same agent, so. Did <laughs> we? Um, but anyway, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. You're such an inspiring woman. So thank you so much for taking the time to come behind the scenes uh, with me, Ivy Page, and tell everybody where they can find you so we can get you to that 2 million. Well, TikTok, just go to TikTok, put in Tanya Lee Davis. Uh, I also have on Facebook, uh, Tanya Lee Davis, comedian Tanya Lee Davis on Instagram. Everything's just Tanya Lee Davis. Yeah, you can find me. I've got, uh, I have a thing called the Beacons link. So if you go to any of my social media, there's that one link and it links to everything. The GoFundMe, the merchandise, the YouTube, the Instagram. Uh, so Beacons link slash Tanya Lee Davis, something like that. And that's also a really good tip for everybody that has loads of social media channels. Yeah. So yeah, beacons. Yeah, beacons. I can't remember. You have to go look. My don't know exactly the. Yeah, but it's a. It's basically a beacons link, and it, it, you can put as many social media links in one link, so it's like a one-stop shop kind of thing. So it's it's very handy. Well, it's been my absolute pleasure, and I look forward to coming to your wedding. Thank you, Ivy. Lovely to finally meet you. <laughs> It's time to entice her out from behind the gin cabinet. Let's welcome to Behind the Scenes, Lynn Parker. Hello. Well, how inspiring is Tanya Lee? Oh, incredible, incredible. And I, I was really pleased that she touched on her own situation uh, because, you know, she's probably about half my height and has done three million times more than I've ever done in my life. She's incredible. Um, absolutely, as you say, inspirational. I loved the campaign, uh, Unstoppable Me. So do I. It. I kept thinking of Despicable Me for some reason, but <laughs> probably why they called it that. But no, I think it's a really, really good mantra, as she put it, for all of us, because it's very easy to talk about what we can't do particularly in this situation, rather than focus on what we can do. And, you know, I think all of us 
I mean, particularly over the last few weeks since second lockdown here in the UK, uh, mental health has been right at the top of the scale. So many people are struggling. We're all worried about, you know, our lives. Are they ever going to change? But there you, there you go. You've got Tanya Lee out there just living it for us all. <laughs> She's so incredible. I love how she's using her huge social media reach in such a positive way. Yeah. So it's it's not just about, well, it is about the laughs and it is about the comedy, but also it's like that healing element. Yeah. And, and you know, she can't do live gigs. Um, I mean, even the story about the Las Vegas gig, you know, it's, she's just one of those people that stops talking about it and does it. And I think, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I can't do this and I don't have time for that. I know social media is a huge commitment, but what she's proven is that, you know, you can do it and you can change your life by doing it. One, one of the things that I found really interesting listening um, to her discuss it with us was how that level of commitment to social media is actually a full-time job. You're not going to become a media sensation if you just sit at home on your on your backside, watching Netflix, eating pizza. Uh, expect you cannot expect someone to come and find you. You have got to go out and find your audience, and that is exactly what Tanya Lee has done. And it is a commitment, uh, as you know. We do a lot of work with Sophie McCartney, who is um, a uh, you know, a sensation, tired, tired and tested on Facebook and Instagram. And Sophie works so hard. It's a full-time job for her, making videos. He's now on TikTok as well. You know, you, you it's not something, it's not a hobby. It's, it's part of your job. You know, I mean, a lot of people will say to us, I know you and I have probably had similar experiences. They think comedy is a hobby. No, it's not. It's a full-time job. At the moment, it does feel a bit like a hobby because we're all trying to make ends meet and do other things. But actually, you know, it, you've got to make a commitment to it. So if you can make a living or increase your profile by going onto social media during these times, imagine when we can go back out there and gig again, all the groundwork is done. People, you know, Tanya Lee is going to sell millions of tickets to her live shows when she's back out there again. She certainly is unstoppable. And I think we should all repeat her mantra unstoppable me absolutely i'm off now to go and book my skydiving lesson are you with me i'm not going to uh, book a skydiving lesson because i'm scared of heights uh, however i have always wanted to swim with great white sharks oh wow long as they're in a cage um they'll be in a cage <laughs> i'll be waving to them on the other side in my sparkly wetsuit well, it's been an absolute pleasure as always, Lynn, but it is now time for me to send you back to our gin cabinet. Well, what's in there this week then? Well, last week there was pink gin. This week there is unicorn sparkly gin. Oh, that sounds brilliant. That actually does exist, by the way. Yeah. Well, they can sponsor us, can't they? <laughs> they certainly can. <laughs> Until next time, Lynn. You've been listening to Funny Women Behind the Scenes with Ivy Page. If you like us, please subscribe, review and share. 